Good morning and welcome to Issues and Answers. Our community, our first outstanding community leader that I want you to meet is Odell Glenn Jr. He's an author, caregiver, educator, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, an ordained minister and researcher. And we're very excited to have him with us this morning. Good morning, Odell. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Gary Dennis. How are you? I am fine. Thank you very much, sir. And uh, you are an outstanding community leader, as I mentioned in the uh, intro. And I'm looking forward very much to uh, talking with you. You're quite accomplished. So I thought we'd open with, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Gary, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I went to um, public school in the city of Brooklyn. Um, I then re- went to Stony Brook University and got a master's, a bachelor's in mechanical engineering, and then went on to NJIT to get two masters in electrical and manufacturing engineering. Then worked in Connecticut, so as you can see, I'm a tri-state mm-hmm. area person in New yeah. York, and stayed there. Worked as an engineer and then taught community college as an assistant professor. At that point. My, my career was going well. I had two healthy parents. They were both retired. And thought I could kind of just kind of move on with my life and go for a doctorate. I applied. I accepted into many schools across the country for a Ph.D. in chemical engineering and had to put all that on hold for a minute to become a caregiver. Right. And that's where I'm at now. Right. I now live in Columbia, South Carolina. And we're going to be talking about uh, caregiving in a minute. As you mentioned, you're quite accomplished. Two degrees in mechanical engineering, did you say, Odell? Well, actually three. A three. And two masters, All right. Yeah, and finishing up a doctorate. So. Can you tell me what's wrong with my toaster then? <laughs> <laughs> Having a little fun. Yeah, and you are. You're working on a doctorate. Tell us about that. Well, yes. I decided after teaching at a community college that the missing link in my career is the doctorate degree. So I decided to embark upon a doctorate in chemical engineering. Chemical engineering is the most versatile type of engineering, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and the fact that you can kind of get your hands in a little bit of everything. And I found that I'm able to combine all those other degrees into this one degree. So that's one of the reasons why I went into this field. Presently, I'm working on deactivating allergenic proteins that trigger asthma in mm-hmm. homes. And I'm looking at cat felder and dust mites. And I'm doing a lot of exciting things with that research. Um, some publications should be out this year. However, to make that journey possible, I had to integrate caregiving into my life. Mm-hmm. And I know you have an interest in essential oils and the health benefits. Can you talk to that for a moment? Yes, Gary. That essential oils is actually a part of my research. Um, I'm trying to determine whether essential oils and liquid carbon dioxide could actually deactivate and prevent reinfestation on carpets and mattresses. So not a lot is known about essential oils. Um, they're still very, still in its very beginning stages in the medical mm-hmm. community, but we do believe that there are some health benefits to essential oils. For example, my mom, she uses peppermint oil every night for her um, sinus infections, and I've noticed that it does clear up her sinuses. Mm-hmm. So these oils are oils that bark from the root of the tree, and they are the purest form of oils. And although the pharmaceutical companies are not um, embracing them, but there are some signs that they do 
help prevent bacterial infections as well as they do work in the overall immune system. So that's one right, of part right. of my research and part of my interest in, in trying to look at these oils and see if they do indeed have some health benefits. And I know that you're involved in Alzheimer's disease and traumatic brain injury-related uh, diseases? Yes. Um, one of the reasons why I became interested in that is that, unfortunately, in the caregiving, I do have a father who has Alzheimer's disease. And Alzheimer's and disease are degrading disease. It's not the normal aging process. It's currently the sixth leading cause of death here in the United States. Mm-hmm. The person over time becomes worse and less cognitive. Unlike cancer or physical limitations, there's presently no known cure to cause as to why and how to prevent this disease. And it can wear a caregiver out. So you're constantly planning the schedule each day for the person. If you have more than one person that you care for, you have your schedule and two other people's schedule mm-hmm. to um, plan each day, answer the telephone, bathing, dressing, eating can become a major problem in a home. Even cleaning a home with hardwood floors or carpet can become a burden because of the damage the person can bring inside the home. So the person with these symptoms may or may not recognize you. They become childlike, and there's nothing you can do about it. Current medications are given to slow the process. However, there's a point where these medications are of no effect. So you do as much as you can to help them retain memory. But there does come a point where you have done literally all you can do. What I do is I pray, I walk, I march, I run, I protest in my local community with the Alzheimer's Association to have research dollars spent on finding a cure to this disease. So that became my interest in you know, not so much the research part, but the protesting and the marching to find a cure for Alzheimer's and traumatic brain injury. I see you've participated in 5K runs and walks. I don't know where you find the time to do that, uh, Odell. But uh. Yeah, it comes from my heart because I'm dealing with this disease every day, d- dementia and Alzheimer's. So, you know, of course, as an engineer, I want to know why mm-hmm. and I want to see things happen. So because I'm a service-oriented person, to run in a 5K or to march or, march or protest is basically mm-hmm. in my blood, you know, at this point. <laughs> Is there a huge support system for Alzheimer's, uh, Odell? Believe it or not, there's a lot of family caregivers that are going through the same dilemma. It's about 20% at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that's pretty much indeed a lot. So, yes, I do find for support systems through Alzheimer's associations. I actually go and seek personal counseling because sometimes, you know, you're at a wit's end, you're at your wit's end, and you don't know why things are happening. You've seen parents grow up really healthy, and Mm -hmm. now it comes to this point, and you're angry inside. So, you know, those support groups help friends, lunch with a friend, walking, jogging, doing things I love to do. Those are all avenues to kind of release energy as well as to gain strength. So I do have an awesome support system that... um, I've taken in, and when you look at other people going through, when you all go bind together, mm-hmm. it does make a difference. Unfortunately, can relate to much of uh, what you're saying, and uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on with me this morning is for you to pass along your tips and help with the uh, caregivers that are out there. I know there are many uh, in the audience. I know already people are, are wanting to get more information about yourself and what you offer. Odell, 
How about a website or some contact information? Yes, you can look me up on www.ogcaregiving.com. That's www.o as an octopus, mm-hmm. g as in good, caregiving, C-A-R-E-G-I-V-I-N-G.com. Mm-hmm. And there you can purchase the book, um, Caregiving Tips, the inspirational manual, 200 caring, care, Caregiving Tips with mm-hmm. Healthy Lifestyle Benefits. And you can email me if you want me to come out to your state or to your nonprofit to talk about the book. I'm willing to do that. And um, let's start talking about these things. What we have to realize here, Gary, is that today people are generally more health conscious in terms of their lifestyles. And that means that more people are living beyond 70 years old. So adult children now between the ages of 45 and 65 are now left in a position where they have to take care, take on the role of caregivers for aging parents. And many people find themselves in precarious predicaments, like myself, having to look after the generations of these children as well as their parents. And this is what was called the sandwich generation. So according to this fact now, you have to kind of give up some of the things that you normally would do or right. career-wise and make some compromises. And in the book, I tell you that I was able to overcome them. It was not easy, but I am finishing up my doctorate. I am ordained in the ministry, and these are some of the things I kind of put on the back burner because I was at the prime of my career, but I had to now then integrate caregiving into that. Mm-hmm. And to make that happen, you know, I had to make some sacrifices. So my the goal of the book is just to let caregivers know that they don't have to let themselves go away. Sometimes you walk in the homes and you see the caregiving looking worse than the person that they're caring for. And that is understandable because you do give up your life, but there are some sacrifices that you have to make, and there are some things you don't have to let your life go away. You can still integrate your life into making that happen. And that's the gist of the book, to give caregivers an example of someone who's making it in the midst of caregiving for a disease that has no cure. And you brought me right around to my next point, and I want to congratulate you because your book was just recently uh, released, and it's called, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a long title, it's called Caregiving, the Inspirational Manual, 200 Caregiver Tips with Healthy Lifestyle Benefits. Did I get that right, Odell? Yes, Gary, you got it. (laughs) <laughs> that's a long that's a long title sir <laughs> and anyway it's just released available online uh amazon um where can we get it be out and on amazon um in a couple of weeks however you can purchase it directly from me okay. on, on on my website so it is available as we speak it is available in both hardcover and softcover the hardcover is a special edition, but um, most people want it in the soft cover. But you can purchase it in either form. Okay, it sounds like a, a great book. You said you're an ordained minister. Tell us how faith helps. Oh, faith. I, this could go on and on, mm-hmm. but faith is was the key that got me through and is getting me through each day. If I didn't have a strong faith, I would not be able. I don't. I couldn't have made it this far, you know. The Bible says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So basically, I live each day based on faith and trusting in God. And the Bible also says that he gives strength to the weary and 
I can truly say that yes. I've gotten strength from on high. Isaiah 49, 40 and 29 said, He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. That scripture has helped me through these tumultuous times. Before I let you run here, because I know you're busy, you have to get this in here. You served as president of the Gamecocks Toastmasters Club. Tell us about that. What is that? Yes, yes. That is a, um, a club where you can improve your public speaking. I had no idea, you know, that I would get involved in radio, write a book. You know, it was just something that came on to me um, at one point. Just I just began to write. So when I joined this club at the University of South Carolina, it was almost like kind of a great outlet because I met people from all across the country, and we just kind of got up and shared my experiences. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first meeting, I went up, and they told me to get up and talk about myself. It was supposed to be a four-minute speech. It lasted like 10 minutes. <laughs> and growing up, I was very shy. You couldn't get me to talk about anything. Right. And then I said, there must be something about this club that is drawing me to it. And it was very meditative. And it was, it was go- I was going through a time where my father was getting worse and things at home. This club just kind of opened up the door for me. And mm-hmm. then as time went on, I stayed there for five years throughout my academic career. I became president the last two years, and it's just been amazing. So you get up and talk, you get away. You, your fear of public speaking is diminished, and you begin to feel very comfortable talking in front of the public. And these clubs are all across the country. Mm-hmm. So I um, recommend people to find one in their local area and to join them because it does it helps. You with filler words, if you have a problem with um, 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 it helps you to give filler words. And you interact and network with people that you will right. take you from level to level. So. I know that uh, most people, that is their number one fear is public speaking, that in the IRS. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's not, uh, it's one of those things that it's not as easy as it seems, as you know. And Odell, obviously, you've mastered it. I've I had a wonderful time speaking with you this morning. I've uh, found our conversation very inspirational because I can relate to um, what you've been through, and uh, you've helped me out somewhat, and I hope you've helped out people in our audience. We've been speaking with Odell Glenn Jr. He's an author, caregiver, educator, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, an ordained minister and researcher, and all-around nice guy to spend time with us this morning. Odell, before I let you go, why don't you, um, if you don't mind, give out that website one more time, and you can have the last word. The website is www.ogcaregiving.com. That's www.ogcaregiving.com. And before we go, I just want to say a prayer for all of the caregivers out there. There are some of you that are listening to me, Mm -hmm. and you're probably going through the midst of the storm as we speak. And I just want to give you strength by giving you a prayer. Father, and we ask that you would bless everyone on this line this morning. We ask that you would give each person strength. God, in the midst of the challenges of the care recipient as well as the caregiver, we ask that you would give them wisdom and grace as you take us through these challenging times. Lord, diseases that have no cure, we know that you still have the cure. We put our small hands in your big hands, 
and ask for your wisdom and your guidance each day. You've done it in the past, and we believe for you to do it now. We ask this in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Odell, for being with us this morning. Keep up the great work you're doing, and have a great day.